listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, what if I told you that seniors aren't the only beneficiaries in Medicare plans? You can increase your Medicare sales by broadening your client demographics. Medicare isn't just for seniors. Selling to the under-65 market, written by Jack Clark. Although many agents and insurers market Medicare towards senior citizens, they aren't the only people covered by this government program. In fact, more than 8 million Medicare recipients are under the age of 65. There are distinctions in how people become eligible for Medicare under the age of 65, usually based on eligibility requirements imposed by the Social Security Administration. We'll analyze this group of enrollees together and discuss how you can best utilize this knowledge for your insurance sales. Understanding who comprises this market and how you can best meet their insurance needs could open your business up to a whole new batch of potential clients. Who's eligible for Medicare under age 65? The simplest answer for how individuals under 65 can qualify for Medicare is that they've been receiving Social Security Disability Income, SSDI for short, or Railroad Retirement Board, or RRB, disability benefits for a minimum of 24 months. To qualify for SSDI or RRB disability benefits under the age of 65, medical professionals must determine that the beneficiary is unable to work or provide for themselves due to a physical or mental health impairment that will last at least 12 months or until the person's death. Usually, someone must work a required number of work credits to qualify for SSDI or RRB benefits. However, there are extenuating circumstances when someone's work credits may be transferable to their disabled child, spouse, widow, or widower. What disabilities qualify someone for Medicare? Should someone be diagnosed with ESRD, short for end-stage renal disease, or amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, more commonly known as ALS, they will automatically qualify for Medicare coverage that begins immediately with their first SSDI or RRB disability check. While these may currently be the only illnesses that automatically qualify someone for coverage, there are other common diseases that can qualify someone for SSDI and Medicare. A 2016 Kaiser Family Foundation study reported on those qualifying conditions, finding that 34% qualified because of mental disorders. 28% suffered diseases of the musculoskeletal system and connective tissue, 4% because of injuries, 3% were attributed to cancer, and then 30% qualified because of other diseases and conditions. More specific diseases and disabilities include, but are not limited to, multiple sclerosis, cerebral palsy, neurodevelopmental disorders, 
cystic fibrosis, heart disease, chronic liver failure, and others. No disease can be an automatic disqualification. For a deeper understanding, the Kaiser Family Foundation reports that a large portion of Medicare beneficiaries under 65 also receive Medicaid assistance, approximately 25% more than senior citizens, and were more likely to receive non-Medicaid extra help. This exemplifies the income difference between the traditionally eligible group, which is open to any citizen regardless of their income, compared to the under-65 group, who tend to have lower incomes due to their disabilities creating excessive barriers or making it impossible to obtain work. In 2016, about 60% of Medicare beneficiaries under the age of 65 had annual incomes below $20,000, according to AHIP's Medicare Advantage Demographics Report. That's twice as many Medicare enrollees with low incomes in the below 65 group compared to the beneficiaries over the age of 65. In addition, AHIP found the under 65 group is more culturally and racially diverse, with only 62% of under 65 Medicare beneficiaries being white, non-Hispanic, compared to 78% of the 65-plus group in 2012. Non-white groups have also had consistently higher enrollments in Medicare Advantage than original Medicare since 2013. This trend will likely continue as the rate in Medicare enrollment continues to increase. Due to these clients' special circumstances allowing them to qualify for Medicare coverage under the age of 65, they are more likely to have specific plan needs that Medicare Advantage plans can accommodate. This can be particularly beneficial for insurance agents because these clients are more likely to update or switch plans due to the extra special enrollment periods, or SEPs, they may qualify for outside of their initial enrollment period or the annual enrollment period. As of 2020, there are more under-65 Medicare beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare Advantage than original Medicare. Medicare Advantage enrollment grew 60% from 2013 to 2019. With the number of these plans on the market increasing and the number of enrollees projected to only grow over the next decade, Selling Medicare Advantage plans to under-65 clients is an opportunity no insurance agent should miss out on. But what about special needs plans, or SNPs, SNPs for short? Many of the under-65 Medicare beneficiaries may qualify for a special needs plan, one of the most beneficial types of Medicare Advantage plans. For clients that just qualify based on a disability, a chronic condition special needs plan, more commonly referred to as a CSNP, might do. However, many in this group are eligible for both Medicare and Medicaid due to their disabilities and lower incomes, and are therefore able to enroll in dual eligible special needs plans, or DSNPs for short. According to AHIP, the under-65, dually-eligible group comprises 43% of all dually-eligible Medicare beneficiaries as of 2016, and 35% of the Medicare Advantage market. 
DSNPs are low-cost Medicare Advantage plans that are not only extremely beneficial for clients since they enable more coordinated care, but equally so for the agents who sell them. Being contracted to sell DSNPs allows agents to continue selling to more clients outside of the annual enrollment period during lock-in. This is an invaluable opportunity for insurance agents to increase your sales and commissions and serve the underserved and less privileged who need the best possible Medicare plans they can afford. There are also Part D opportunities to mention here. A stark contrast between these groups and where most sales opportunities outside of AEP arise is in the under-65 group's increased enrollment and spending on prescription drug plans, or PDPs. Among the under-65 beneficiaries, 75% are enrolled in a PDP or MAPD plan, compared to 63% of seniors, reports the Kaiser Family Foundation. Also of note, 55% of younger beneficiaries receive Part D low-income subsidies, whereas only 16% of older beneficiaries receive them. Younger individuals also spend roughly $3,000 a year more on Part D drugs than older individuals, which is the biggest difference in spending on any part of Medicare between those two groups. This opens a gap in coverage where insurance agents can offer a variety of different MAPD or PDP plans to their clients who may be overpaying for or are simply unhappy with the current coverage they carry for their prescriptions. By educating clients on their options apart from original Medicare, you could make an invaluable impact on your community and improve the lives and health of these individuals. The takeaway? While it may not be on the top of your list as a Medicare insurance agent to market and sell to those under the age of 65, you could be missing out on commissions from a market in your area that would benefit greatly from the products you sell. Moreover, you could be helping improve your community by providing more Medicare coverage options for your disabled, underserved, and disenfranchised neighbors. There's no greater impact you can have than helping those less fortunate than you. And as an insurance agent, you are in the perfect position to do so. So where do you go from here? If you're ready to learn more about how you can sell to the under 65 market in your area, contact your sales specialist or register with us here at Ritter Insurance Marketing to learn more. We will have the links to do both of those things in our episode notes, along with links to additional podcast episodes, articles, and more resources to help you along your insurance journey. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this installment of the Agent Survival Guide podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or follow our podcast in the app you're listening on right now. When you follow along with our podcast, you'll get notifications of new episodes. New episodes will be added to your listening queue, or they'll be automatically downloaded to your device, just depending on where you listen and your podcast settings. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. We will see you next episode.